It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah! Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first. So I won't be long-winded. You only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year. So uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me, my family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. Uh, I could go on forever, there's too many. Um, thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. I guess when you're the GOAT, you do get two emotional essays. Yeah, because he came, that was the second one right there. He that got, was. He know, gave us one last year. You know what? This one, it watered it down, man. He should have no, did, did what he did last year. Like I mean, I, he made the playoffs, but he had a losing record it, in his final was, yeah, season. Yeah. That's what everyone will remember. You know what, though? It was, I think he did get one record. Didn't he pass Drew Brees? Something for, for attempts. Wait, for attempts. He has more than one record. No, 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 no. I'm saying it was. Oh, you mean it, he broke a record season. this past season? Right. That wasn't so, worth it. I mean, <laughs> it wasn't it, worth it. it. It's another record. So let's just take collateral damage of his unretirement a year ago. He lost his wife. Yep. His family is now torn apart. He tarnished his legacy. I, no matter how you want to look at it, he's still the goat. He's the greatest ever to play it. In fact, I'll make the argument. He is the greatest winner in modern professional sports history. I defy anybody to give me a better name. Michael in modern Jordan. pro sports history. Michael Jordan. Michael won six. He lo- but he lost Tom zero. Tom seven. He lost. Robert Horry won seven. Oh, okay. Bill so, Russell won so, eleven. So, let me amend my statement. Robert Horry is the greatest <laughs> winner in professional. Come you, on. Listen. You're being he, contrarian. Him, he, and, him and Tyvis Powell the same. Seven wins in the true or false game. I'm just saying. I can't believe I'm the defending champ, so check yourself. I, I can't believe y'all didn't get this one right, man. I'm on the panel with two two people that I thought would understand this, man. Like I'll ask a simple question. What would you give to play one more game? Oh, everything. G put your mic on. Oh, look at you. Up. Look, look. It fell see, off. see that? You see that? So oh. what G said was, what would you give the one oh. more game? It's not about the one more game. It was the cost to come back. Now, obviously, he thought he had a chance to win another Super Bowl, or he wouldn't have done it. No, he he wanted to go to Miami, but that plan fell through. So 
Yeah, but I mean, he could have backed out again if he wasn't. Uh, no, no, no. No, he could have. No, because he did. Now you, that's you, you tarnishing a lot of other stuff see, as well. You he could have. He could have said, you know what? I've changed my mind again. No. <laughs> see, I think see, and it wouldn't be the first time someone retired, unretired. No, I've never heard Jay, that. No, it happened. Jay would off. not. Jay would not do it because you are a a staunch family man. I would never. Right. But, but I mean, and I don't want to judge Tom harshly right. for that. That's the cost. He's got to pay it the rest of his life. <laughs> he said he he said that. But if he, if it was just health, both of y'all would be like uh, to, to whatever to be damned. Like, like, I'm gonna rock this to the wheels fall off. Because I'll say it like this: when I when I go to sleep and I and I hang out and, and I have dreams, like I've always said, I don't have no dreams about no money. I know what your dreams are. Are you? I, you I don't. Told me I told. I don't have no dreams. And I love my wife dearly. I love my family. But when I go to when I go to sleep and I have a dream and I wake up in the middle of the night with chills, it's because I was either in some arena playing something one more time. That's the only thing yeah. I get chills from. And it is nothing like that. A drilling is nothing like that's the highest Tom Brady is ever going to be. And the reality of it is. You, he said, I'm gonna just do it to the best of my ability. That's why Michael Jordan is miserable. When you do it at that level, Michael Jordan got everything he wanted. He wanted the first black owners. He's an icon. He to put more on, money than his family. More will money can anybody can ever spend. But what he can't get back is I can't get on that court one more time and tell people I'm the best. Yeah. So at the end of the day, Tom said, you know what? I'm gonna just take it and go as long as I can. And you know what? I still think he, 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 this is me, this is just, just the way I think. I think him and his wife will get back together anyway. <laughs> well, I've, I've heard from different factions that the relationship was broken anyhow. Yeah. And by the way, it probably was because oftentimes when one spouse wants to do something that means so much to them that the other spouse doesn't acquiesce and say, I, I give you this card. Yeah. I give you this card because I know how important it is to you. She didn't do that. Yeah. She put the foot down. She drew the line in the sand, and she executed it. Yeah. He went back, and she walked. Yeah. That tells me there were probably already cracks in the dam to begin with. And I don't want to get too deeply into his, his, personal, his life. personal life and all of that. There's so much we don't know. But I will say this. I stand by my statement. He is the single greatest winner in the history of modern professional sports. Yes, what Michael Jordan did was incredible. You never will make the argument that he put four guys on his back and carried them to a trophy. He, he didn't do that. He always had a really good supporting cast around him. When you go back and you look at the rosters that Tom Brady won Super Bowls with, you're really going to be hard-pressed to find other names that are going to the Hall of Fame on some of those teams. Yeah. He played Look at on his core of receivers. What did, you know, outside of Randy Moss for a minute, and by the way, when he had him, They didn't win. They didn't win, but they destroyed the single-season record book. Yeah. Yeah. They destroyed it. it. So, he oftentimes was something that Jordan was not, that never had to be. Jordan was one of five guys on the floor at any one time. Tom Brady shared his accomplishments with 21 other guys. Guys, not all-time greats. Some of them were very, very good, but none of them were world beaters on their own. 
You know, Gr- Rob Gronkowski is Gr- Gronk is Gronk probably, is. with the exception of Kelsey, the greatest tight end we've ever seen. Yeah, Gronk is is pretty dope. You know, so that's a good point. That's a fair point. Uh, you, I, I look at Brady, um, and I used to think, you know, for, for other people older than us, they used to say Jim Brown was the best player. Um, for us, there's a lot of people that say will say Barry Sanders because they wow you with certain things. Um, Tom Brady, even this year, look at it like this. Tom Brady threw for how many yards? 4,000-something? 4, 4,800. How you throw for 4,800 in this year last year? We ain't seen – Well, you do it by throwing 66 <laughs> times in the playoffs. Right. <laughs> you know, and I know those are postseason yards and they don't count in the regular season, but mm-hmm. that, they, they basically came out more than any team I can remember in recent memory and said, um, here, here's the hand I'm holding. Pass, 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 pass. Who? Who? Tyvis? Who? This is, if you in your prime, this is some people's best year. I know. That's somebody's forty-five. The fact that he went 25 touchdowns and only nine picks, that's that's really good. What did he finish? Like fifth in yards? That's tough. Four? No, he, I, I think, think he's, he's uh, second in yards behind Mahomes. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> that's that, that's a, the only thing about Tom this season is, yeah, he had all the statistically wise, he had a good season, but it was some throws this year. Where I was just yes. like, I'm with you. Tom, this is the man. first year I've ever looked yeah, at Tom and I was and like, like, I can't it's believe. Not coming back. Yeah, it's not. I remember like I think we had the argument when they was going up against Dallas. People was like. That ain't the same time. Like when the Browns won, that ain't the same time. So I think maybe he thought that himself. Like maybe because he always Was said. You, you always say some. I think it's you say that you're the last one to know. I you are. No, I didn't say that, show, but somebody. Someone you on are the, the last. You recently are. said maybe it was Jason. Yeah. Jason. Jason that, yeah. You. Yeah. You know, your eyes are seeing when you look in the mirror. I hate to tell you this, Tyvis. When Tyvis Powell looks in the mirror, you see a different Tyvis Powell than everybody else. Uh, uh, that's a fact. Now, some people can focus on flaws, mm-hmm. and they think even when they're beautiful, they're ugly. Yeah. And mm-hmm. some people can filter out the flaws and think even though they're ugly, they're beautiful. Yeah. That's a power of self. Tom has been able to look in the mirror finally after over 20 seasons at the age of 46 and see the flaws that we saw Plain and clear all year long. Well, he now did. there were even times where we thought, wait a minute, maybe he's got it back. Yeah. Uh, he but, said though, he said that when he retired, he never wanted to be one of those guys that he, his play just went to the ground and we just was like, Well, who is this guy? I don't think and it, it, it did didn't it. crash. It did it. No, I mean, look like, at I mean, I would say the numbers Go tell look you at differently. Joe, call Joe Montana's <laughs> last year in Kansas City up if you can. What were his numbers? With Boy. Joe Montana, I just remember going, Joe, the party's over. <laughs> it, <laughs> it's over. See, You've got I, to go. You, don't want to, you know what? He got so much respect for the game. You don't want to embarrass the game. No, but you let know, me ask you, you this. You want to ride off I'll ask pretty you this too, I got G. the numbers when you guys are ready. What are they? Touchdowns, interceptions, yards. So, Montana's final season. Yeah. He was 38, seven years younger than Brady. Yep. He threw a different era, so not Much different era. 3,283 yards, so okay. 3,283, 16 good. touchdowns, two nine interceptions. 16 and nine. And then Brady this year was 4,725 and nine. And Tyus asked about where that ranked in the league. He was third in passing yards, eighth in touchdowns, and tied for 16th in interceptions. Okay. So upper half in all. Three. Let me ask you this question. And then we're going to get back to Brady later. We'll move on to Browns and right. back around. Um, and this is what surprises me because I, if I was a betting man and I could have placed any bet on where Brady was going, and I think my pendulum swung Raiders. with the injury to the elbow 
of Purdy in the championship game. He can't. He won't oh, be. I thought he was going to San Fran. Put Tom Brady on that team on, right man. now. So, and, that, and that's Come the thing. On, and it's. This, what, we, what are they? We, we totally jumping ship, but I think that Kyle Shanahan's his system—it's a, it's a system thing. No matter right? what quarterback, goes you don't think in. Brady could operate? Oh, Brady was tearing up. He tear it up. I don't know sure. that they wouldn't be the favorite. I, I, I'm, I'm being 100% honest. Well, it's Trey Lance's I, team. I, stop it. It is. I don't. <laughs> know, I don't know that they wouldn't. And you know what, Trey? We're going to put you in the incubator for another year. Mm. You clearly weren't ready when we pulled you out last they year. They might get Aaron Rodgers. So it's possible Aaron is from that area Man, as well. Look, I, what I but I, I literally thought when I read the Purdy news that he wouldn't be ready for camp. I thought, look, like the Browns, the only piece missing was the quarterback. Like you feel this roster's just add water, mix it, and there's your Lombardi Trophy. Yeah, I'm gonna tell with you the, what, with the Niners. I'm gonna tell you what. Yeah. As I sit here, this thing might not be over. Yeah. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep it real. Like, Why not? Because after the season, you know, there, there's in every athlete's when you get to the first period or something, there's these feelings and emotions you got. Like you tired, you beat up, you take that Duke week off. Duke of knee jerk. Duke of knee jerk. You just looking around. You watching all your people on TV playing, right? And then all of a sudden, it let, hits you. Let it get around free agency time. Or let in week four, let's say they do go with Trey Lance. Week four, he goes down with another season ender. And they pick up the phone and call Tom. I don't know if it's over either. Because here's the thing. But I'm telling you. I'm t- because wait a minute, wait because a here's the thing, Tyvis. You got to think about it like this. They like, like Jay said, they threw the ball an awful lot. If he get with a squad and they run in play action. Look who they have. And they protected him. This dude can still he can still throw for four thousand and he won't even have the he won't have no risk for picks. He listen and look who they had on their roster. The roster is San Francisco. That's already that's already made squad. It's ready to win ready right to now today. And what the I, only thing that's really missing, and we saw that this year, they still won thirteen games. With, with nobody with, with, with three quarterbacks, they won thirteen games. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to tell me that even at forty five or forty six. You're not going to put Tom Brady in that system and see a dramatic difference. And it's I, the NFC. It's the this NFC. Is, this, is, this is what I will which say. Which is more of a cakewalk than maybe it's ever been. This is what I will say. It's a couple of things. One, I don't know what San Francisco's cap situation is like. That's one. Tom, did, does money matter to Tom? Yes. Tom would come back for yes. league minimum at his, at his 250,000. I'll pay you. No, no. Boat running. And boat two, rental money. I don't think I don't I think the rule is you don't get to retire. It's like I don't think you can retire, Brett, come back, retire, come back. Brett Favre did. Oh no, I don't think he Brett did. did. Yeah, Brett, Brett, Favre Brett Favre did, did. Brett Favre three times. Brett Favre was like Muhammad Ali. <laughs> Every fight, you done, said, you yeah, can need your yeah, is it, I'm out. Yeah, I'm finished. Eight it, months later, that it, money dries up. Yeah. I'm talking about the same guy back. that robs five million dollars from somebody. Uh, but this is two totally I, different I, people. But, but, I, but listen, Brett Favre was Brett Favre came back with the Vikings that one year and was dang near the MVP. Then, you, he, then, he threw, then he threw that pick against the, uh, <laughs> against the Saints. And you're like, what are you doing, Brett? Why would you throw that? You could have went. And then he came back for the Jets, right? So, I'm is, is it a 90% chance that he's done? Sure. I agree with you. Tom got three. What, what's his Fox deal? 
It's a more, lot of he's, money. He's, he's, to not take a hit. He's already the highest paid broadcaster the second listen, he steps into listen, the field. Listen, you ever. ain't got to get hit no more. No. You ain't got to worry about but you know what? no play That job will be waiting for him in 2024. No, nah, no. Nah. Yes, it will. You, It'll get, still be there. They get him in the Super Bowl. They get him in the booth hey, of the Super man. Bowl. Look, and, and, and that might be the smartest move they've ever made. <laughs> hey. I have always said, I, I, this is what I wish. Because you know how sometimes now broadcasters are kind of on loan? Herb Street. Big deal with the ESPN, over $10 million a year, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, he's popping up on Thursdays doing Amazon Prime games, Monday Night Football, or Thursday Night Football. Here's what I wish as a, as a f- viewer and as a fan of sports. And by the way, we had said last week that this year's Super Bowl booth will be the weakest in the history of the Super Ooh, Bowl. It just is. I'm sorry. And it's not, a, it's not a knock on those guys. Olsen's fine. You know, he does a fine job. Kevin is a Burkhart is a is a fine broadcaster, mm-hmm. but they don't have that stick that most of these guys. When Joe Buck walks into the box and the mic TV comes on, you're like, oh yeah, get out the party, dude. Olson Olson is a, is a he's JV. Generic. He's, he's a just, JV Romo. He like yeah. he he he's, he he knows he, the game. He, fine. he talks a lot, but with a lot less in depth knowledge than Romo has. So you just be like, all right. He just well. doesn't command a broadcast. Yeah. Now. What I wish would happen is instead of Brady signing with Fox, I wish Brady would have signed the deal with the NFL and they just said, Tom, you're a roving color man. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We're going to put you wherever the big game of the week is. That's crazy. When the Super Bowl is going on, if you could tell me you could watch the game with one person sitting next to you to explain what's going on, who is it? Well, that's that's easy. Forget that. The I, greatest ever to do it, Tom Eli Brady. Manning, of course, no, I, no, I put him with them. I put him Big with you. Can you glass. imagine Peyton Manning and Tom Brady? <laughs> well, he sat in on the Manning cast once, and boy, it was hilarious. Boy, come on, they, it, it would be. You think I got a crystal ball, dude? <laughs> they be calling every. That's eleven Super Bowl rings. <laughs> Yeah. That's damn near twenty percent of the Super Bowls ever. You awarded. wouldn't want to watch it with Tony. He'll tell you exactly what's about to happen. I, you know, y'all got to cut this out. Tony I just is want good. The, I just want Tom Brady. If if Tom if got could, more personality than Tony, I would say. That. All right, guys. Here's the thought. I don't that's know. It's gonna lead us right to our next topic. Okay. Tom Brady gone. Bucks now have to earn a complete rebuild. They're fifty over the cap. Yeah, they're it, the most non-relevant team in the NFC. How would Vita Vea look like? Cleveland. I need all the D linemen. They got about seven or something. I'll take them. I mean, and that brings us right to our defensive grades because we're going to see they're terrible at stopping the run. And Vita Vey would help I'll take Levante David, too. So, what you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I would, too. It just depends on to what level Tampa Bay wants to burn it down. You know, like you don't have to burn it all down when you rebuild. Yeah. I'll tell you, one of the most amazing things that we really haven't talked about much on this show this year is the reclamation project that's gone on in Philadelphia. Remember, oh, yeah. five years ago, they won the Super Bowl with a different quarterback and a different head coach. Five years ago. It was different when, everything. When they got Nick Suriani, I was like, what in the world are you And their doing? front office. I mean, they pulled every lever they pulled has wrong. been the right lever. And so, now, I, I want to say this. For those of you that are going to go here and say, well, hell, 
Philly did it. Did it. That means it can be. Did no. what? Totally rebuilt the franchise in five years. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the notion is that can't be done. Now, they didn't that's just. Hard, that's hard. And they didn't rebuild it from the bottom to the top in five years. They went from the top to the bottom to the top in a five-year cycle. It's <laughs> unprecedented with different with different personnel. And the Browns can't get it. Once. And you know what's so crazy about they can't them? can't do it. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles got like a top ten pick. Yeah. I was just watching the mock draft and I was seeing where the quarterbacks was going to go with McShay and Kuyper and all the talking heads right. and, and here come the Philadelphia Eagles popping up talking about well it looks like they might not have to pay Hargrave or Fletcher mean. Cox they can go get another defensive lineman the best one they could they want they can get any of their picks and get them on a rookie salary that's crazy now what it a would job. Be pairing with Cox. Jordan Davis so it, it it can be done. I don't want to I don't want to sit here and say that it's the rule. It's it's so much the exception. I don't think we've ever seen it done before, hmm. where a team. Is I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah, I mean, think about it. Five years they've gone from Super Bowls, and the bottom, and that cycle, and they've done it with flush by flush. New quarterback, new head coach, new DC, new staff. New, it, new, now there are still some holdovers from that team. I, I think Kelsey I, was there, Cox was there. There were still some guys there. I, I think. I think to. Well, can you say the Steelers? I don't think the Steelers was really ever that bad. Well, because they've always pretty much they had. St- they've had such continuity at coaching. Y- yeah. So I, I don't think yeah, I'm trying to think of a good. They, they, they did a great job. I'm, I'm not going to lie. They, it's I, very difficult to do. So I don't know what the Buccaneers want to do in Tampa. I don't know that they want to just start getting rid of every single asset they have to well, collect make, picks. It's going to look bad because I don't know how much faith they have in Tyler Bowles to begin with. Well, I think he is on yeah. very, very thin ice uh, there. Yeah. I mean, they already like, I think it, I'm talking like six games next year. If he, if they ain't at least three. And Andrew three. Barry. Hey, listen. Hey, dog. Hey, Andrew. Saying, Vita Vey, hey, Andrew. Yeah, man. Me, sure, me, this this is G. Bush and uh, McNuggets. Sure would. And, and Tyvis <laughs> here, too, man. Hey, Jay here. Yeah, Jay. Listen, Jay didn't get back to you. He busy. He was on the boat a little bit in the winter. <laughs> but it's like, make some, make some cook so, calls, so yeah, man. Um, yeah, there's a couple receivers out there I heard of. You, you like Goodwin? Godwin, whatever you want to call call him, and Mike Evans. I mean, did you not see the news? We need to hit, holler at him. Hello? <laughs> he Hello? hung up on you. He hung up, but I told him. He knows. He knows. He knows it's a deal. Boy, I would take either one of them. He'll li- I'm sure they're going to listen. They're going to hear a lot of offers. They got today. no choice. No, because <laughs> it, it, when you're in the situation that they're in now, it's not like you plug and play a new quarterback. Yeah. And, hey, we're the Bucks again. They, you you got to think about this as well with the Bucks. They just fired Byron Leftwich, so they got to get a new OC. Yeah. Who's is he going to be tailored to these? And by the way, if, Leonard, you're Evans, if you're Godwin, do you even want to come back? No. Do you want to come? It's back? not because it's not going to be. Do the you know same. the only quarterback on Tampa Bay's roster right now? I don't. Ryan Mallett. No. Damn. Kyle Trask from Florida was oh the rookie last year. Uh, I think he's a third round pick, second or third round pick. Well, hey. Well, they we can, did, you we, know what they can do? They can get the only quarterback left that's won multiple Super Bowls. It's only one quarterback in the NFL right now that's won multiple Super Bowls. Not that Tom has retired. You know who it is? No. A Tell starter? Him, Tell him, Ty. Jimmy Garoppolo. Hey, that. Hey. No, he didn't win Super Bowls. He was he, on he, the team. He got. When they he won has the multiple. They won. That's like you and your Robert Ory. They won. <laughs> Robert Horry hey. hit big shots. I don't don't do that. Yeah, it's kinda, big shots. It, that's yeah. the Lakers one will guy. be one less ring if Robert Horry. That's a fact. <laughs> okay, that's a fact. 
You guys ready to hand out some grades? Let's yes. do it. G Bush, you're up first. Dang, I thought Tyvus was going first. This is defensive grades only. I after thought yesterday's confusion. I thought so. Tyvus was going for. I go first. It don't matter. G, we have yours pulled up first, so you're gonna go first. <laughs> it's already you, on you the screen. It's the order of the graphics. Hey, listen. Let's get. <laughs> let's get. Let's get to it. G Bush, let's get to it, right to it. We're not going to play no games with nobody. First of all, stopping a run. Your grade should – there's only two eligible grades here. The only eligible grades are an F or a D minus, <laughs> given the fact that you thought maybe Joe Woods was the cause of it. <laughs> now that he's gone, you can, you can justify D minus. Yours but look like mine. <laughs> when you look at the stopping a run, that's a super F. I, listen, F minus. It's, it's, yeah, if I could give him lower than like a 50%, I would run with that. Um, when you talk about uh, stopping the pass, I got him at a C. But the only reason I got him at a C, it could have been worse. <laughs> if they would have mixed it up a little more, <laughs> if the opposing teams would have said, yeah, we're going to go to the 50-50 Stefanski attack, that could have been double Ds right there. And I'm know, not talking I... about uh, I'm not talking about inappropriate things. That could have been smooth <laughs> Ds both times. So I give him a C right there. And you got your, your, your shining light is Martin Emerson. He played well. Salute to you. Now let's talk about uh, uh, wrecking havoc, creating uh, pass rush, creating. No, I watched these teams this weekend, and these quarterbacks had to step up, move around, dive. They had to, it. Just you just didn't know where it's coming from. And the Browns, when you talk about seventy sacks for the Philadelphia Eagles, seventy. Mm. Miles Garrett had 16, and a bunch of guys had one, one and a half, two and a half. Our number two sack guy had three sacks. That, that, that's a losing hand in spades. <laughs> How many you got, Tyvis? I got two. How many <laughs> you got, McNuggets? I got one. How many you got, Jay? That's, I got, that's really bad. We like, going board. <laughs> listen, I don't, I don't ever remember seeing a unit like I that. I didn't before. know Taven Bryant had three. I don't guys, remember that. Guys, our number one leading sack man, or number two sack man with three, there were guys in the NFL this year that had more sacks in one game. Yeah. Yeah. Than they had a, 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 for an entire season. And it came from the and they tackle spot. And too. they kept, and they just, <sighs> and, and, and obviously when you have that least amount of sacks, that means you need help. That's like if, if your son is going to school and, and they're they struggling and they come home and get a report card and they teach you be like, yeah, you, you know, Mr. Bush, your son turns all his homework in. He studies real hard, asks questions in the class, but he still get D's. That means you need extra help. Yeah. So if you got three sacks, two sacks, one, and they trying hard. Wait a minute. That means you need a little more extra help. Give me some pressure. Set me up. Do me. Give me something here to work with. How many? How many sacks did Jadavion have? It was like two, two and a half minimum. Okay, so so remember, remember, I came on this show and said that one of my buddies said that he considered <laughs> he could be considered a bust, and y'all said no, no way, no way. Well, that was coming off a nine and a half. <laughs> no sack way, season. no. No, Ty, Ty, that was that was coming off a nine and a half sack season. Right, right. You so can't. you said, are you saying right now that Davion committed grand larceny last season? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But uh, I'm still not. Right. I'm just bust. curious. Just I mean, curious. think about that. He touched somebody 28 times. <laughs> That's it. Jamarcus Russell was a boss. No, no. Yeah, yeah. It, you're right. Pause. Yeah, yeah big pause. Uh, super duper. But I'm saying <laughs> he 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 put his helmet on somebody 28 times. He had 28 tackles, bro. Do you know? You That's not him? even two a game. Well, he was only coming in on third down, so. <laughs> That's after he said, I'm only putting money we down. We were in third down a lot this <laughs> year. <laughs> and then we go, go, let me finish my report card off so I can give it to you guys. But uh, 
Consistency is mid-tier. I mean, you were consistently inconsistent. You fixed up some of the MAs that happened in the beginning of the season. Like, you know, but, you know, when you look at the offense, this single-handedly drugged the whole entire year down, and it happened from game one, quarter one. And I, I, I just, you know, hopefully Jim Schwartz, the, the thought process, Jim Schwartz comes in. You can coach up a couple of the guys that went, what didn't look too good last year. You might be able to, th- you know, shore things up scheme-wise. Maybe bring one free agent in that, that's a big-name guy that, that he can hang his hat on in the middle um, and, and kind of fix it up because, you know, there's, there's a lot of things between D-tackle, between another defensive end, linebackers, that they got to figure out. And then you got Newsom who looks like he just – you got to convince him that he needs to play nickel. Like, right, you got three outside guys and no nickel guys. So, I don't know. Um, I, th- this was one of the worst Browns defenses I've seen in a long time. And Dequell, when he's on, he talks about it. When you watch the film, it's even worse. Guys look like they're just doing whatever they want, running around. No, It's, it's the old electronic football. You remember that? Oh. You, 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 you line up all the pieces, and then you turn on the vibrating field. <laughs> and the guys are just going helter-skelter all over the thing. And that be, was the Browns' defense issue. My God, that was the first video game, Tyvis. It really was. I don't think I was alive. <laughs> they had a little cotton ball that you'd put in the quarterback's hand and oh you'd pull the arm gosh. back and throw it. And if it hit the receiver, it was a catch. Like, it was impossible to complete y- a Y'all's pass. generation, Jay, had a great imagination. Oh, my God. <laughs> y'all we had up, to. Y'all would sit up with boxers. <laughs> we triple and challenge ping pong on the TV <laughs> in black and white. Yeah. I, I would actually like to play this football Just call me John game. Boy. You put a cotton ball in. Put a cotton ball in the quarterback's hand on the game. This was the electronic football. You're too young. Can you call up that? I sent you once. I sent you a tweet of electronic football. Yeah, that's. I don't know if you can find it. That's you never. Long, long so honest that's to God, honest God, Tyvis does not know wait, what I'm talking wait, about. Wait, wait, I can't wait, wait, find it. Tyvis, uh, Dequel says check your phone real quick. Yeah, he harassed me. <laughs> what he is wrong well, you with probably him? Deserve it. What is that supposed to be? What do you mean you see a flaw in Tyvis Powell? <laughs> he, he sent me the same message. What is wrong with him? <laughs> what am I flawed about? He has no flaws. I haven't even said anything. I ain't did anything. Hey, y'all Here's a chance for you to be flawed, Tyvis. Let's see his report card, which y- y'all is even leave more Tyvis- harsh than the Earl of Knee Jerk. So hey, y'all leave Tyvis it. alone. He got a barbershop shirt on today. He's good. Oh, yeah. He has the blessing. Oh, yeah. Represent. Representing, man. I see you. So run, stop, F minus. It was just, it was completely <laughs> terrible. Like, minus. I don't even know if it's possible, but that's, I mean, you know, Jason tells us all the time that this was wow. statistically one of the worst run defenses in the history. Since, the, since it's been tracked as a stat, that's how bad they were this season. So there's no reason to not give them an F minus. Let's call it what it is. We lost a lot of games this season due to the fact that we could not stop the run. So I'm, a, I'm calling it accordingly. I'm calling everything a spade a spade. As far as the pass defense goes, you know, it was – I give them a C plus because, you know, before this season – Obviously, it was a bunch of coverage busts. Do they have the talent? Absolutely. They got the guys there. And it was games where, you know, towards the end of the year, they start making plays on the ball. They start getting interceptions and stuff like that. But it came a little bit too late. You know, if they would have played with that type of pass defense and that energy throughout the whole year and not have those coverage busts, we'd be about three games better than what we are. So I'm going to give you a C plus because I see that you got the potential to get it done. Y'all just got it done too late in the season. What's the next thing? Wrecking havoc. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. 
That's actually actually kind of funny. Wrecking Havoc. Okay, so the problem with the Wrecking Havoc is we weren't very successful in the Blitz game this year. We had nobody that could Blitz really well. Y'all best person that wrecked Havoc was getting double team, even triple team. And somehow, some way, he still managed to pull 16 sacks. The sacks numbers tell you right there how bad it was. If he couldn't get it, then it wasn't going to get done. And if that's the case, there is no havoc to be wrecked. Now, granted, y'all was able to punch a couple balls out, you know, get a couple fumbles and stuff like that. But as far as sacks and big plays, it, it just wasn't a lot. Let's just say that when the defense came out, we held our breath a lot this season. Uh, and the last thing, consistently, what did I say? Consistency. Actually, I should have put y'all consistency a B because it was consistently bad. That's probably what it was. So yeah. I, I could have actually given you a B there, but I'm going to say consistently good is what we're referring to. And yeah, it just, like I say, it started off, it was pretty much what it's been. You start off the beginning of the season trying to figure things out, a lot of miscommunication, a lot of bad things happening. And then as the season goes on, you get to the last five, six games, y'all finally pull it together. But it's just a little bit too late. So consistency is actually the number one thing that needs to be drilled because if you even look at it from just a quarter breakdown standpoint, first quarter, y'all good. Y'all good in the first quarter. Second, third, and fourth, it's like y'all get fatigued and y'all just forget things. Y'all not great for four quarters, and that's what the problem is to begin with, that y'all can't consistently put a whole game together, and that's where Jim Schwartz needs to come in and make an impact. If I ever go back to college, I'm going to take your class, and I'm going to take your (laughs) class, because both y'all are the easiest graders I've ever seen. Uh, You each gave them one out, right? Is that right? But you give them. He gave him Oh, I can't wait to see this. This is crazy. <laughs> I, I, wait, before you show my before you show before I show my grade card, Ew. I want to I want to preface it this way. <laughs> oh my goodness! We had players on the defense when the media suggested that this could be a top five defense. They shut us down. Oh no 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 no. We ain't gonna be top five. We're gonna be number one. Ravens. That way, that's what you gotta say. Sure. Who comes in and say, "Yeah, we're gonna be." Number three. Yeah. Don't say anything. Oh, don't say, no. You know oh what? no, no, no. You don't have to you don't have to put a number to it. Just say it's our intention to be the best defense we can be this well, year. Well the thing and is And if that is the top five, a top ten, a number one, they put the words number one, well, top you, defense in you, our they did. ears. You you put it out there. No, because you why? want to be, you want to hold yourself accountable. If I say it, that means that's, just, but that's just me. Did they? If, hold I, if I say it, okay, oh, Eli, I will do it. Okay, Eli, did they hold themselves accountable? <laughs> well, you don't do that because you've been waiting to see. Either. I have been waiting Listen, to get that in there. Eli had one bad play. Did he smoke a cigar after Sunday? <laughs> no, yeah. he, he smoked yeah. it after the he already, win. It was already smoked. He ain't had no more. Yeah, he ran out. I will Eli stuff later. Don't worry. I will. I will give you that. These dudes. These dudes was going over the top. Bro, they was really told like they, they was set the bar high. Did they say that? Yes, they did. I don't recall. Yes, like, they, they did. Was in training camp. McNuggets was it? Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett Clowny? said no. Miles Garrett said, and I'm I'm not. It's not word for word. I'm paraphrasing. When they asked how well does this defense have to play with Brissett in before we realized Brissett could be very capable of running the offense, he goes, "We only need three points. If if we do our job, they're not going to score." Put it on our shoulders. We'll carry this team to watch. And at one point, that's one what that's said, the real. That's real, though. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's not just that's, that's not reality. what happened. No, that was fantasy. But that's that's true. What that he was, said. That was fa- Here's the deal. <laughs> you remember the valedictorian in your high school class? Yeah. Do I G. remember Bush? the valedictorian? Yeah. We all do, right? I don't. Yes. We had expectations for that person. If we were in a class with that person, 
We knew that that person was going to come in before the test, sit down and be like, I didn't sleep last night. I studied all night. Did Miles Garrett say those comments? Yes, Miles Garrett. Did Miles Garrett do what he said? Made comments. He did what he said he was going to do. Did he lead this defense to greatness? He did his job. So there's 11. You got. I, when you're, I, I can't when, control what the other team the, do. When you're the best player on the team, you have to set the standard. You have to. Uh, what's allowable on this defense? You know what I saw? You know, you know what happens? One thing I saw on this defense was one of his defensive line mates call him out in the media. You know what happens in, in this game when you worry about trying to overcompensate for somebody else's. I job? get that, but I'm not saying help them do their jobs. I'm saying when you're in the huddle, when you're in the middle of a drive. When you're in the midst of a game in the last quarter and it's go time, mm-hmm. what are you saying and doing to making sure that everyone understands the urgency of the moment? Is, is he a vocal guy? I, I feel like that ain't him. He's the best player on the team. I don't think he's a vocal guy. I, I, he, he was vocal a, enough to a, tell us they were going to be the top-ranked defense. He's a lead-by-example guy. Wasn't he vocal enough to tell us that they were going to be? He did enough? say that. I, I'll, I'll, I'll look at it this way. He got – if you look at his job and what he did – if his numbers is comparable to every other defensive player of the year, his numbers could be good or as better than Bosa's, his numbers as good or as better as any defensive lineman. The problem, I think, with the Cleveland Browns was when I watched these other teams, they got multiple layers of dudes in the secondary that's leaders that play second guys that's leaders at the linebacker position. Every level. Every level of the field, they got leaders. And the Browns, that's why I was just so so disappointed that they gentlemanly just punted on this season because when you just looking at it and you've watched football for years, you knew they did not have enough. And they just walked into the season like, oh, this, yeah. This yeah, is- maybe we well, can I- just hide our deficiencies with Miles Garrett. Yes. Well, I, I, here's my grade card. And again, I when I handed out my grades, I'm grading, <laughs> I'm grading the valedictorian. <laughs> I'm grading a defense that everybody on our panel agreed, no-brainer top five. There was not a discussion or a debate about the defense and how good they were going to be. Were there debates about the position of defensive line? Okay, I'm about to say, don't don't you do that. You sat in that chair and you said, this is going to be a top-ranked defense. We, that was what the expectation was. But I did. I'm not making that up. But I did say what the flaw was and what was going to happen. I'm worried about the inside of this line. And, and I think everybody was, but we were like, well, we got Miles Garrett. Oh, oh Miles well. is on the edge. So we all looked at what we had and said, it's enough. It's enough. So my grades are being handed out on a valedictorian level. My valedictorian came to class with no book. They forgot their notes. They didn't know the test was today. The pass stop is a D? Yeah, and I'm going to tell you why in a second. Well, I, I, I'm going to be interested. Run stop F. <laughs> Easy. Why, why I didn't not, think about that. Why not F minus? Uh, you know what? I don't even know that F minus is a thing. Exist. I just made up F minus. Yeah, I didn't know that F minus. It was it was that because bad. Here's why. Uh, you know, A minus is a thing because in the in the point scale, you get you know, to 91. But 90. an F is zero. An F is zero points for the grade point average. Yeah, 59. Yeah. F minus doesn't give you like minus 0.5. Right, right. If it did, I'd give them an F minus. Okay. Run stop easy. Not only were they bad this year. There was a stat that Jason gave on run deficient, a uh, run run efficiency, def- run defensive efficiency, that put them dead last in the 25 years they've been keeping that stat. So I didn't even have to think about that, I just, and I just I let my eyes do the grading. I didn't right. go back and look at papers. Okay. I didn't go back and look at the all 22. I just said, how they do? F, awful. 
stopped nobody. I watched Atlanta pull a guy who was selling popcorn in the first half out of the stands, put a helmet on him, and gash us for 10 yards every time he touched it. He was literally the practice squad guy. Yeah. So, F. Um, Yeah. Pass stop. The reason it wasn't an F is because I did see times when they seemed to be able to get on the same page. But I also saw times when they were all looking at each other with the shrug shoulder emoji. You know what I'm talking about, Ty? This yeah. right here. This was the emoji I would use for the pass defense. And, and, and What happened? And, Jay, how many, if you want to get to where these other teams, I ain't seeing the playoffs. No, one not t- one. Not one time. No team We had do three, that. four in one game. No team does that. Nobody does that. They so, all know the play. I'm just grading them on the scale that we came into the season with. This was my valedictorian. Mm-hmm. And on pass defense, they were looking at each other going, Algebra? What's that? I don't even know what algebra is. So, yeah. D, wreaking havoc. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> that did make you laugh. That <laughs> was the best one, Thomas. Who worded that? Laugh. Anthony, did you word that? It Shout makes out to you laugh. I literally <laughs> was like. Shout out to you for like, that. Like, here are the players that I saw this year wreak havoc. <laughs> TJ Watt. The Bosas. Yeah. Uh. Micah Parsons. Like, he's very much in that neighborhood this year. <laughs> About 10 dudes at on the times, At times, Miles Garrett can. Yeah. He can. But he's – and he, I don't know if this is true. I'm just going to ask you, Tyvis, because you have experience. <laughs> we all dismissed Jadavion Clowney as like, oh, bitter, bitter, get rid of him, send him home. When you look at those stats, can we call up the team stat sheet on the sacks again? Give me 60. I've gotten really good. We've called it so much, I know exactly what number this is. I know. When you know what Jadavian Clowney was, this is what he said. Our defense is geared for one guy to get home. We're trying to put this dude in the Hall of Fame. He said that. Look at that. Now, now here, is he wrong? Nope. Here, now, hold on. Here's what I will say. I went back. I had to go back and touch down on it and look at the game to see if this, because this is egregious as a player. It is. If, it's terrible. If, if somebody tell me we scheming it up for one person and they, they we going for self, that is, bro, you look around, people people will go to the, the general manager on what that. What got him sent home? Uh, there are times where Miles Garrett is being literally triple team and Jadavia Cloudy has a one-on-one, but he's getting locked up. Now, he, I, I, so now here's the, here's the thing about Miles Garrett, though. Because I got so much respect for his game, his physical tools, and I know what he can do. See, Michael Parsons should not be more effective than you because when you look at Miles Garrett, Miles Garrett on just penetration alone should be dominant in a run game. I need to see, when you look at Miles Garrett's stats, you need to see some games he's had no tackles. 24 tackles for loss. If you got 24 tackles for loss, that means you'd have hit a running back. 12, 13, 14 right. times to down go the with line the 12 to go with the 12, 16. If you gave me the, and he can do that, but we don't, we don't, but see we that. don't see that. Do we got, don't see that do in the run game. TFLs. What are his tackles for loss last year? Exactly how many sacks. tackles he got as a quarter of sacks. Is it just sacks? I just, I, I think there was a time or two where he got to a lot of running because back in it, the backfield. It is sad that he'd had games with but, like so no stats. My, my point there is, I got the number. You want the number? Real quick? Yeah. How many do you have? Miles Garrett had 16 sacks and 18 tackles for loss. See, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that's two tackles for loss plus 16 sacks, or if that's eight. No, 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 no. That's including that's, that's the sacks. Included. That's it. So there's two times. There needs to be consistent times. And I where, can. I think I can remember both. Yeah. Of that, you know, that 
horizontal pursuit down the line, and he got the running back before he got back to the line of scrimmage. But to your point, I need that dude to be dominant in another phase too. You can't be yeah. a one-trick pony. Well, he was playing on one shoulder. I understand I that. Give him that. And, and uh, but you know what? He doesn't get points for that. No, he does because that was self because he did that to himself. He Facts. did that to himself. So I think my point. And by the way, I don't want to make it seem like Miles. I'm saying Miles Garrett's terrible. No, 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 no. Ain't nobody saying that. I'm saying Miles Garrett has one of the most incredible skill sets of any player in the league today. Because of that skill set, I expect more. I just expect another level. Yeah, I, I hope I, <laughs> no deep, no offensive coordinators were were doing this at three o'clock in the morning on Saturday. I don't know going to stop this Browns defense from wreaking havoc. But it, but it's but it's hard, Jay, for me to understand. <laughs> Y'all it, funny for putting that out there. It, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard, it's hard for me to understand. Also, Keith, we got breaking news. Hold on, this is important. This is important. First time in UCSS history, for the very first time. Wow, Jay, you have won an internet poll. We put up a, a 60 second poll. Who was the had the most correct grades? And the people's champ has been defeated. Jay, who wow. respect typically comes in last. See, hold on. Please. See, hold on. Yeah, Jake, that's right, a little the people hate Jay. Jay dominated this poll. And how you gonna take the bell? <laughs> I'll tell you why I'm gonna take the bell. I am the contrarian of this show. Yes, you are. I I listen. I'm a huge Cleveland fan, but when they suck, I'm saying it with my chest. I'll give How, you, what was wrong with my grades? I'm taking your just, class, bro. They, they just didn't You're handing C's out here. It was right. They You're said giving you was, C's they out. Said you, you said was, consistency, they should be a B. They said, well, if they consistently they're consistently bad. Then you get an F. If you do, if you bad all the time, well, at least I know you're going to no, be bad. Consistently inconsistent is an F. That's you a, cheated. <laughs> you know why you cheated? You didn't. Listen, you know if you announced the 60 seconds. I'm going to take it. I can't believe yeah, it. I didn't even I, know I'm going to take it. If you announced know, but it. I, but I, I do take great pride in winning. I'm going to take it. I can't believe it. Because I know that. I, Jay, I, there's no way G. Bush comes to last. I know this. I'm going to finish last in every poll we do. Yeah. <laughs> he, has, he has literally finished last every I'm poll we've ever I'm knives done. out. And the fans can't take that. Yeah. They, they can't so take you, that. Three. He, you know he, what? My, I, I gave you great information to why. As Jack Nicholson once famously <laughs> said, you can't handle the truth. But that three Fs. Like that's, I, that, that's the truth. Not, my report card is the truth. My report card is the truth. Now you want to give a B for consistency. I didn't give one. No why? <laughs> pull Thomas is back up. Let's see. Oh, well, pull Thomas is one sec. But do you know why? Because I, I was right. Not only was Jay right on a lot of these, but Jay had two built bars for breakfast. Built bar, and guess what? You get a jingle. You win oh, the belt, you. you get a jingle. Wow. Eddie, take it away. They didn't gave him. Because when you the... need a snack. To get you back, there's only one thing to choose. I don't recognize Reach song for game. a bill far, and you cannot lose. What song is it? 15 grams of protein and low calories. No that was Eddie with the Built Bar jingle. Stipe just came on at the weirdest time. He's probably Stipe's like, what the hell like am I getting my here? <laughs> Stipe will bring you on in one sec. I promise you, uh, that's a viewer jingle for one of our sponsors. Shout out, Eddie. Stipe. Stipe's uh, like, I think, I, call, Stipe? I think I called the wrong number. <laughs> no, we got Stipe here, and he should be wearing the belt, not you, Jay. So, hey, I won the people. We'll, we'll I'm the on, people's champ for the rest of the day for winning the poll. Stipe, my man. How are you, brother? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Man, we're, we're better now. 
We're, we're better now. Much better now. You, I'm sure when you're hearing that song, you literally had to, what were you thinking? You come on the show, the first thing you hear is some dude singing a song. What are you thinking? <laughs> I called the wrong number. I mean, it was, it was, I, I don't know. I thought maybe he was like staring at me before I got on. I, I didn't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, if you guys do, like, I don't know, just warm, warming me up. I don't know. It's, you know, it was a lot. <laughs> Hey, bro, you can't, you, can't, you can't warm no MMA fighter up, bro. Like, that ain't going to work too oh, for no. you, bro. That definitely would have been like, so, I'd, have, I'd have clicked off. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for sticking with us through that. Hey, um, first of all, for the fans that aren't sure, tell us what you're doing, what's next for you, and the big fight on the horizon that you're going to be paying close attention to because it likely will have something to do with your future. Yeah, you know, uh, just, you know, everyday Joe, just, you know, working at the fire station uh, full time now. It's doing great. Um, my hardest job is being a parent. Um, I wish it came with a manual. Unfortunately, it does not. And mm. It's very, uh, at times, I don't know, I don't, I, I, kids' emotions, I love it. But at the same time, I'm like, wow, you, you, are, you guys are crazy. And I get where they get it. I'm crazy, so I get where they get it from. But uh, it's, it's, it's the best blessing in the world. Uh, but that's like the funnest part is being a parent and, you know, in my family. And that's pretty much just working out, training. And then, you know, they got the fight coming up in March, uh, Jones versus Gain. You know, and I probably like the winner of that one in, in July would be fantastic. Uh, so we'll see. All right. Well, you know, the winner of that fight, um, you know, Jones is, is moving up in weight class. Um, how hard is that to do? We, we look at it in boxing. Um, you know, sometimes when you drop in weight class, you lose a little bit of your, of your power. <clears throat> if you put on weight, you lose a little bit of your quickness, your speed, maybe some of your agility. Um, what does that look like when you're trying to move up weight classes, and do you think that it will affect, affect him in this upcoming matchup? You, you know, that's a good question. I mean, he's one of the best of all time, and, you know, I've seen other guys go up, and they haven't done well, you know, but – He's been, he's had a lot of time off to work on his, he didn't gain a lot of weight all at once. He you know, gained it over time and you know, trying to big guys. And I think, uh, you know, we'll see. I, it's, I think it's just, you know, how his body adapts. And some people are different. Um, I haven't had a chance to do that. I've been heavyweight my whole life. So, strong. <laughs> 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 so, it changed. <laughs> Me too, I, but my, my heavyweight a little different to yours. Mine, <laughs> mine, mine, mine is a little extra, like, you know what I'm saying? But there's you no, know, There's no weight cap on your No. <laughs> Stipe, how, how do you see this fight uh, playing out? I, you know, I don't know. I mean, I'm terrible at that stuff. You know, if I was good at it, I'd be betting a lot, which we're not allowed anymore, but I never do. But um, I'll be a matchmaker. I, you know, honestly, I, I don't know. I just... You know, Jones is so so good at everything, but so is Gain, and you know he's he's been in, in some wars already, and he knows what what to expect. And you know, he fought Francis, and you know, Francis got the power. Now Jones didn't got the power that Francis does, but you know, Jones has got a, a lot of other things that Francis doesn't have. So it's just you know, you got to lean towards Jones just because you know he's, what he's done, how great he is. But at the same time, he's moving up a weight class against a very very great opponent. Wasn't it a point where you and, and Johnny was supposed to fight? And what happened with that? Because I thought I'm like pretty sure. I, times, like 75 times and just never, never happened. <laughs> is <laughs> that his fault? What is this? What's going on? I never really, I never back away from a fight. I, one time I said, hey, listen, I'm down to fight. Just give me a little time. I got a lot going on. And uh, like, no problem. And 
few times like yeah and then I, within a day i'm like yeah i'll do it and then like yeah we moved on i'm like oh okay all right <clears throat> sweet and then it happened again and then like cool I'm like awesome well i don't want to just like you get me all ready and rubbed up and then you say now nah, we're good <laughs> He's ducking you, bro. I was ducking say, you. He definitely ducking you, dude. <laughs> I don't know. I just say I'm good. No, I just like, like, I don't know. I don't think he's ducking me. I mean, I wish he was, right? But uh, uh, yeah, I just like the one, like this game versus Jones. You know, I said I take the fight, and then uh, and then I wake up in the middle of the night to Jones's game. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I guess I'm not fighting in March. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? One thing that's always <clears throat> amazed me about you, Stipe, is that when you look at the typical profile of these fighters, um, they're angry, they're brash, they're bold, they're loud, they're cocky, they call out their opponents, they tell them what they're going to do to them. In the meantime, I think you have more successful title defenses in your class than any other fighter ever to do it. And, and for that, I, I'm just using you as the standard. But that's not you. You're not loud. You're not bold. You're not brash. You're not cocky. Have you ever thought to yourself that in a showman's game that perhaps that's hindered you a little bit? Yeah, definitely. I mean, definitely if I was more loud and bold and cocky and call people out, yeah, I mean, definitely I probably would have made more money. But to me, it's not even about the money. I love what I do. Um, you know, don't get, don't get messed up, though. I do love the money. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> But, uh, but, you know, yeah, I mean, I just, I, I've never, I was not how I was raised. You know, my mom, I think, you know, I just, my mom taught me, you know, respect, you know, your opponent and my father too. And I just think that, uh, you know, I just, I, I, and plus I got too many other things to worry about, man. Like I got my kids, I got my family, I got cut the grass, get up on plow driveways. I mean, there's like, cut gotta the work. Cut the grass. Hey, man. No, no other UFC fighter is cutting, cutting their own grass and working full time at the firehouse. It's therapeutic for me, you know. I just, you know, I'm driving and just, you know, I, I annoyed my wife somehow, so I'm trying to get out of the house. So it gives me a good two, three hours of just not getting in trouble anymore. Man, I hope I you got, that. I hope you got a ride line more. Oh yeah, I do. I got a nice cupcake at zero turns. <laughs> yeah, Cleveland product. <laughs> Steve Pay, you know, you became a, the champ in a time where uh, I don't think. The Cavs had one, right? They had one they championship. No, Stipe was the first, first one to bring a championship. Yeah, yeah. How, do, how does yeah. that feel to be able to say that? You know, we was in a drought. Yeah, it, it was uh, it was awesome. You know, and this, how everything happened, you know, that year with the Cavs and even the, the minor league team, the Monsters, they won the Calder Cup. And then the, Indi uh, the, the Indians, well, the Guardians now, but they were, you know, one game away. I mean, it was like, that. Uh, it was just, what, what an amazing, like, to five or six months it was of just um, four or five months of just sports in Cleveland it was it was actually it was amazing you know it was like the craziest time of my life because we got I got married and you know everyone just enjoying just going to the games it, it was oh man I can't explain just uh yeah. there's always something going on it was awesome I did seeing the city together like that was amazing Cipe you know I look at it like this you know I watch when you watch boxing you watch UFC Obviously, UFC is is more of a popular sport right now than boxing is. There's a couple names in boxing we want to see, but then you gotta you gotta wait for those guys to get up all through the ranks and, and win. Um, and one thing that I see that I just I just don't believe and I can't understand is 
the levels at which you guys are compensated based on popularity, based on the, the, the level of strenuous work that you got to do to put your bodies through certain things like risk. this. Just the risk overall. If there was anything that you can change about the compensation model in UFC, what would it be and what way would you go about trying to implement that um, in order to get fighters what I believe there is their fair share of the pie? Yeah, um, you know, I think, you know, if you look at the NBA, NFL, I think MLB, I think, you know, the revenue is like split in half, you know, half goes to MLB and then half goes to the major, you know, MLB teams and whatever the players and stuff like that. I think that, you know, if we get more of a percentage of the revenue, I think it would be a lot, a lot easier. Um, but, you know, listen, I'm not the businessman, I don't know what's going on, what bills they have to pay, but, you know, I think we only make like, it's like 18 to 19% of the revenue instead of, you know, like 49 to 50% of what the other, you know, high level professional organizations have like NBA and NFL. So I think, you know, if they really brought that up, I think it'd be a lot easier. And, and do you guys, I'm not <laughs> sure about this, and let our viewers know, do you guys have a union? Do you guys, do you have no. anything like, do you get like, so after you're done, you're a UFC fighter, do you, are you still responsible for figuring out your own healthcare after that? How does that work? Yeah. I mean, they have the healthcare while we fight and stuff like that. It's, uh, you know, just, just for the fighters itself, not so much the family. Um, you know, but, you know, after a fight, you know, you have like, I mean, they, they have like a, a planning union when you're not in camp if you get hurt. But, uh, you know, everything's usually taken care of you on the during fight camps and stuff like that. They're, they're good about that. But, uh, yeah, there's nothing really after, you know, I'm very, that's why I'm very good with my money and <laughs> uh, I'm very, very, very stingy on stuff. And uh, I don't, I don't, I want to keep my money. It's not so much for me and my kids when, when we, when we, they get older and, you know, have my problems. And so, but, um, <clears throat> Uh, yeah, that's why I became a fireman as well. You know, I love what I do in being a fireman, but also, you know, God forbid something happens to me, at least my family will be taken care of. They have the benefits, they have the pension and stuff like that. It really is remarkable when wow. you consider the risk that they put themselves in every single time yeah. they go into that ring. And, we, you know, we've talked about the risk that football players, it almost seems like the professional sports model is upside down. Yeah. The riskier the sport, the less the athlete is taken care of. I don't think there's anything more risky than what a UFC fighter does. And then maybe next after that is football and their contracts aren't guaranteed. And we've talked about the issues that their union has. Is this ever going to change or does Dana just have this thing on such lockdown? He's almost built a model where he just washes the stars out and it's like an assembly line. Okay, who's next? If you don't want to do it, who's next? That's kind of what it feels like as a fan. Yeah, I mean, it, it could be, you know, there's always someone stepping in, you know, in, in the back waiting, waiting for their turn. Who knows? Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know what their plan is, but I know we, we don't have a union. And it, it's still relatively new to what, you know, football, baseball, they've been around for so long. And so, I mean, eventually I think something will come about, I think, but not anytime soon, just because, you know, it's you know, still trying to figure it out. Because even if, even if they did have a plan to do a union, it'll still take years to implement it and to right. get people where they want to get, you know what I mean? Just, People that need to be hired to, to do the right things. And so I think, uh, you know, I think eventually over time, yes, but I don't know when. Do you ever have any second thoughts or regrets that you've gone down this road? Have, have you seen your either mental health or your physical health decline in any way where, or maybe even you project what it's going to be when you're 50? Um, have you had a second thought yet or would you do all this all over again? I do it all over again, you know, I, I mean, it's about, not even about me, it's about my family, you know, and make sure they're taken care of, you know, make sure that 
you know, the house to sleep under, and, you know, have food, you know, and even though my kids, I might have to fight again just because my kids eat so much damn food. Like, how are you guys, you literally garbage disposals. Like, how do you eat so much food? I, I, I thought I ate a lot, and they just, they put me to shame. But, uh, but no, um, yeah, I mean, I would never change. I love it. We, I, we, I, me and my wife, even before we had our kids, and, you know, we, we were married and stuff, we, we, had, we had a great time. We got to, you know, see the world. We got to do amazing things. You know, and, uh, you know, with the UFC, they, they do a lot of good things, like precautionary-wise, you know, with testing and stuff like that. You know, I do, you know, CAT scan, MRI, stuff like that, make sure I'm good. And, you know, they're, they're not going to put you in there like, hey, you know, we want you to fight because, you know, we want you to have brain damage. No, they, they really, they take it, like, very serious about it. And, you know, a lot of people think I have, like, you know, punch drunk is the way I talk. I'm like, well, I don't know if you know me, but I've been talking like this for 40 years of my life, so nothing's going to change. I've actually gotten better at talking since I've been fighting, so. Steve, but, uh, how old are your kids now? Uh, my daughter's a little over four, and my son's about a year and a half. Oh, it won't be long before they're going at it on the floor. You, yeah. you know they're uh, going to start they're rolling around and throwing hands. Oh, yeah, they, they already are. And, like, I really try to keep, like, my kids away from, like, the whole fighting aspect. Like, I want them to learn it, but I don't want them to, like, learn it right now. Because, like, yeah, you learn how to defend yourself. But my daughter kind of figured out that one day when I turned on the TV, she saw me punching a guy in the face. I'm like, oh, I had down. Like, Daddy. I'm like, no. And then one day. <laughs> Why did you get that way? I was like, oh, what, are like what are the chances? I need to be on the show and I retake. And I look up and I'm like, oh. You She's said laughing at me. You, uh, she loved that you told me not to hit my brother. Yeah, you told me not to hit him. <laughs> I know. But, you know, one thing about my daughter, she's very sweet and she's very, very loving. So that's one thing I care. You know, she's a good she's a good kid. She's very caring for others. So that's all I care about. You know, as my kids grow up and they're good people, you know, they, they show good things towards people. That's all I care about. You know, they're loving towards everyone. You know, no matter if they're good or bad to them, just still, you know, just show them kindness. That's all I care about. But uh, my, my son, though, I was actually doing power work like a couple weeks ago and he walked downstairs and, he just goes, oh, dad. He looks at da da. He looks at the bag and starts hitting the bag, going boom, boom. I'm like, ah, here we go. See, like, yeah. can you, you? I think a lot of times people don't get it. Um, can you walk us through a day in your life as far as your regiment? Um, you go to work. What do you do? What is your training like? You know, and the work you got to put in to be able to stay. Because uh, I'm going back to what Jay says. Like, I mean, when you're a professional athlete, mm. your, your, your body is your temple. You, you have to work with But you got a regular job. What is your routine like with training, work, and the kids to get yourself to be able to still be a top-notch athlete? Well, it starts with my wife. My wife, she's she's a captain of the ship. She's the one that really, she gets it. And she. It's, I'm very lucky to have such an amazing wife to do that. She goes, she's like, all right, listen. You know, it's game time. You got to train, then you take your nap, and then you got to train again. I get it. You know, she's like, sure. So we're lucky, too, because we have family close by, so they help out a lot. Come over and watch the kids. And so, uh, you know, in the morning, I'll train, you know, come home, take a nap. You know, usually nap with my son or my daughter if they're, if they're home. And then uh, I'll train again at night. And then um, at work, if I do train, I'll usually just train once, either get a cardio in. Or a lift, depending what it is, and then uh, you know I just. But also, like, you know, I'm 40. I also listen to my body. I've been doing it for so so long. It's like tying your shoe, you know, or riding a bike. The more times you do it, the easier it gets, and you kind of know your body and how to adjust faster and how to you know get in better shape. And you know, I'm definitely stronger than I have been. I'm, I'm way more than I have been. I, I feel great. Um, I feel like I'm moving faster. And I'm, I'm, you know, I just, I think it's just a mentality thing. I think the minute you stop moving is that's when a lot of people start falling apart. 
Isn't that the truth? Uh, our producer, yeah. McNuggets, has some questions for you. And then I'm going to ask you, he's about 145 pounds, maybe a buck 50. I see him in the gym a lot, though. Um, how long could he last in the ring if he just ran from you? Like, how long would it take before you caught him? before you answer that, before you answer that, Big Dan Mergliata was my Little League coach growing up. So I have some experience with some UFC referees here. So just, just be yeah, careful before dude. you answer that. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. You want to see him back in the day? We actually got a picture. Take this full. Yeah. You want to see Dan back from, like, 2001? <laughs> Look at that. You guess Big Dan's in the middle. That's my dad to the right, and then I'm on the bottom row, in between Big Dan's two kids. So yeah, me and Big Dan go way back. So before Stepe, <laughs> now that you know I know Big Dan, how long yeah. could I run around from you in the wing? Listen, dude, we 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 do some some side hustle. I can let you as long as you want. Make it look good. <laughs> Thank you. All right, some real questions. Five though, seconds. Stipe, this is the answer. answer. Yeah. I'll take five yeah. seconds. Oh. Um, but Stepe grew up big UFC fan. What was it like for you to fight at? Quicken Loans Arena in front of the Cleveland hometown fans, getting that opportunity to kind of put on a show in front of the city that you were born in. To be honest, it was uh, it was a little uh, like I guess nerve wracking. I don't know, it was nerve wracking. I was nervous just because it was in Cleveland, but yeah, I man, I, was, I told my wife this all the time. Like I don't ever want to fight there again because one, like it's so funny people find out you know your friends are like, oh, God, Cleveland. And you, you have people calling you and talk to you in like six, seven years. And like, dude, what's up with tickets? Like, I'm like, I never feel like I was a ticket master. I'm like, dude, you know, I'm like, well, here's a link. You can buy tickets from, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I, like, I have no hope. But, uh, yeah, honestly, Cleveland was so, like, it was amazing. Like, I, get, I don't get emotional before a fight ever. And, and I was walking out and hearing that crowd scream. I, I'm getting goosebumps right now thinking about it, just listening to the crowd go crazy. I was, uh, I couldn't catch my breath. And the only good thing that happened in that fight was when he knocked me down because I, I like, like kind of like reared, like, put everything back into perspective. I'm like, All right, I'm in a fight, you know, enough of this, you know, emotional stuff. And then they got I won. And then after the fight, people screamed my name and places going nuts and wild. And, uh, you know, it, was, uh, it, it meant a lot to me. And it was funny, like two, three days later, I was like just trolling the internet. I was on YouTube and I saw uh, some clip from it. I got from uh, someone's camera phone and, uh, I started crying, and my wife walked over. She's like, "Oh, honey, it's okay." I'm like, "Get away from me! It's something in my eye." You know, I was, I was so. I was, I was still oh, you're crying. That's true. Oh yeah, it was. It was honestly, it was, it was, it was something you dream about. Honestly, and going through the uh, highlights yesterday, putting together this video, I forgot how many awesome knockouts you had. Do you have a favorite knockout through your career? One that stands out above the rest that I don't know, just hit clean or kind of meant a little more. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Um, I think every knockout's the best because I win. So, <laughs> uh, but, uh, I, I mean, I mean, of course, you know, over in Cleveland, getting knocked down, getting back up, and getting after him—that was that was you know just that was awesome when I was on top of him. And then uh, I think the second DC fight, I think you know I started terrible and I was so slow, and he was just kind of beat me up. And then I started going to the body, and then I caught him with that right hand and dropped him. That was uh, you know, it was uh, it was nice. It was that was one of our. And then maybe maybe the first time on the title. See, I can, go, I can keep going on for days. Like, I can pick one I pick. <laughs> They're all the best, like you said. I, I get it. 
Well, I have knockout yeah. power too yeah, in my hands. I, I know what you mean. Yeah, he, Mikey's known as a knockout guy. Steve, uh, <laughs> one last question before we go. Um, all fighters, most fighters anyhow, seem to have that rage that's just sitting on their shoulder all the time. I always just think back uh, to Mike Tyson, watching him when he was coming up. He just had, he was rage-filled. Um, and a lot of these guys have that, you know, that motivation uh, wherever it comes from. Where does your motivation come from? Because out of the, outside the ring, you're the nicest guy in the world. You're soft-spoken. You know, I'm sure you hold doors for for everybody. You're, you're this kind guy. But when, when the bell rings and the fight starts, I do see something come over you in your face where it, you suddenly look like Rocky chasing a chicken. Like, you, oh, now you're mad. Where do you, where does that come from? How do you drum that up inside? It's, it's, you know, it's like a light switch. You know, a lot of people, they, it's so funny because people talk to me, they're like, oh my gosh, so nice. And then they watch me, they're like, what happened to you? You look like a psycho. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, um, no, you know, honestly, I, the, the, the main thing of it is, is that I am a competitor. I don't like to lose. I like to win. If it's me walking down the street, I'll beat you in walking down the street. If it, you know, it's, I, I like winning. I don't like losing. I like to be very competitive. You know, I, I mean, I don't take to extreme with my friends like that, but in a fight, it's fight or flight. Either the guy's going to beat me up or I'm going to beat him up, and I like to get beat up. Uh, for charity, McNuggets just got in my ear and said that he will um, put on headgear and get in the ring with you and take a punch from you. No, not in the head. Right. One, of those, one of those stomach. The stomach Dude, oh. he'll fold you so hard if he hit you to the body. Oh, well, he'd man. decapitate me if he hit me in the head. I'd rather take it to the head, man, because you can have a headgear head. on. I, I, yeah, my, I was, yeah, no, one of, the, one of the body protectors. Wow. Stipe knows what I'm talking about. Oh, like yeah, this. Yeah, be... <clears throat> I think I could, he, I think he, I could last a minute. You're not lasting a minute. I think I'm making Stop a minute. It. Hey, one last question. <laughs> I, I lied. Um, you are a hell of a baseball player. So what if you had decided, you know what? It's not going to be wrestling and then ultimately UFC. It's going to be baseball. How would your life be different today? Could you have made the big leagues, do you think? I don't know if I did, but I would have probably a lot more money. But <laughs> <laughs> He's not bitter or anything. He's the best in the world, and he has to say that. That kills me. That's crazy. That kills nah, me, man. Nah, that's all good. No, um, no I, you know, if it went that way, um, you know, I, it, it would have went that way. But honestly, I, I'm not complaining at all. I've, uh, I have a great life. You know, I have a beautiful family. I have beautiful children. I have an amazing wife. You know, and I. Listen, you I think bliss. you would have made the big leagues? Uh, who knows? You know, I mean, probably not because there's so many players and everyone can throw the ball far and hit the ball hard. And, you know, they're just as big as me. So, it's, I mean, who knows? You know, I just, if it was a lucky, maybe like me a lucky day I get in, maybe not. But, uh, but yeah, no, I'm mean, never, I mean, you know, I got looked at, but that's about it. Nothing more. Well, never look back and no regrets because uh, in our eyes, you're, you're the best to ever do it. Mm -hmm. More ti successful title defenses than anyone in the absolute beast class in the absolute beast sport on the planet. So you're always good with us. Stipe, good luck down the road. Appreciate you. Um, I can't wait to see you in the, in the, uh, in the octagon again. It's going to be great. And uh, I hope it's Jones, and I hope you kick his ass. Hey, no problem. I will, and I appreciate you guys having me on. This is awesome. Always, right. always 76 good. time is the charm for you and him. 76 times. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't have it. I'm a, <laughs> you can run, but you can't hide. I'm going to call Dana White up. I'm going to promote you. I'm going to be uh, the Don King. I don't want that much. I ain't going to take your money, though. But get, just get this man some checks. Yes. We got to get these checks. G. Bush is a hell of a hype man. And if you're ever downtown, Steve, and want to stop by the studio, you're yeah, welcome. come downtown to the studio yeah, anytime. I'll, 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 I'll
you know, I love, I love the setup. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's hey. fun. We'll, we'll have fun when you come in. Stipe, thanks, man. Appreciate no. you. We'll even let you hit McNuggets here when you, when you come in. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I got a story. Stipe, well, thanks again, Stipe. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.